Well, good morning, everybody, or uh, maybe good afternoon to you now, since it's 11.56 here. Uh, and so just uh, this is a new thing from myself and Melissa. We're going to call this M&M on Mondays. And so we would, uh, we're would we just going to dive into the message uh, from yesterday. We just want to talk a little bit about it, our feelings, our thoughts, what we got from it, and uh, maybe an opportunity for you to be able to chime in, send some questions in and go, Hey, this is uh, questions that I have from the message, or this is what, uh, what I got from it. And so we really want you to be able to take this time to, uh, to utilize this, to, to, to get feedback and also to dive a little deeper into what we were doing on Sundays and maybe even use some of this for what you're doing in small group or what you're doing some things, um, at home. So one of the questions that we brought up this week, and I'm, I'm going to ask Melissa is, uh, the, the thing I opened with is, some people, and uh, by some people, a lot of people, mm. believe that Christianity is not working. Mm, yes. I even heard in service yesterday, uh, when you asked that, um, like probably, I don't know, 75% of the congregation was like, yes. <laughs> it's kind of difficult, right? You know, we go, well, and, and why do you think that is? Why do you think that Christianity is not working? What, what do we... What what are we seeing that makes it to where we don't think that it's working? I think my personal opinion is that people have this like expectation of God that he is going to like he's the magic fix all. You use a lot in your messages um, that we portray this Christian life as a cosmic Coke machine, that that's we're just expecting that when we come before the Lord with our problems, that we just punch a button. He's going to be like, hey, here you go. Ta-da. It's all better. Mm-hmm. Instead of realizing, I mean, if we just look at Jesus's life, his life wasn't I mean, he was perfect, but life around him was not perfect. Just because he was present doesn't mean that everything is magically fixed and it's all beautiful and rainbows and butterflies. You know, he still had issues that he had to face. He still faced rejection. He still, fa- I mean, he died on the cross. Does that sound like a perfect life to you? Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think we have, we don't necessarily look at the whole picture. We just want God to fix everything because that's what our expectation of him is, is for him to be the fixer. Well, I think that, uh, I agree. And uh, I think that a lot of times that we have this mindset of going, Jesus came to live and be this perfect example for us. Yeah. But we don't really follow the example. Exactly. We we just kind of go. Uh, I, well, I, I like that idea. Yeah. But I don't like the the. I don't really like the work that's involved with it. And then it, to top it off, this last week I talked about. It's all about rest, mm-hmm. right? Because he rested. He took time away. He went away from these things. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the things that's kind of uh, one of the, the I think the key verse really from yesterday was from Proverbs fourteen, uh, verse twelve, and it's really that mindset of going. We may be thinking we're doing the right way, but in the end, it really comes out as that it's wrong. It's the wrong yeah. way and that there's a better way to do it. And so I guess how do we how do we start to figure out what the best way is and what are we supposed to be doing? Well, I know um, if you tuned in yesterday and you caught any portion of Mike's message, he shared about how our family is uh, taking this time away from screen time. Um, and if you don't know, like our family, a lot of the times would eat dinner in front of the TV and a lot of times the kids would eat in their rooms. And so it was Mike and I in front of the TV, but now we've gone back to the whole eating around the table, uh, no devices at the table. And then we take 30 minutes, um, starting off, um, outside of screen time. So we usually are sitting and reading or we're playing a game. Um, and I know for me personally, it has, um, 
made it to where I don't desire the TV as much. Um, I would rather sit and read, um, and that's not a choice that I would generally make. And even speaking to um, to Haley, our, our middle daughter, um, she is also in a time of, uh, of no social media, um, not by her choice, but um, she's even said that she has been able to kind of gain some clarity and also she didn't realize how much time she's wasted on social media and on her device doing things that don't really matter, don't really change her situation. So I think almost just being willing to to take that time away from the screen, whether it be a TV or a computer um, or even your telephone, because all of those things, they um, are pouring into us and um, they're discipling us outside of what the church and what God is trying to do. And so I think the the first step for us to be able to see if we're going in the right direction or if we're going in the way that God has called us to go in is we have to get rid of all of those outside distractions in order to clear our minds to be able to hear what he has for us. Mm. What do you what do you think of uh what what do you think of the way? When it, when you hear the way, what do you think of? Cuz you know we 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 see uh what is it on um um, the new star Wars that we're seeing on, uh, on Disney plus, and they talk about the way, right? You know, this is the way, well, for us, what is, this is the way, what is our new, the way, what are we supposed to be doing? What is our direction? What is, you know, we see the example from Jesus. What is, what, when you hear that this is the way, what do you think that we're supposed to be doing? Well, I think it pertains to like, in reference to what you talked about yesterday, cause that's what we're we're going over, right? We're going mm-hmm. over the message from yesterday. And so the message was yesterday, the message yesterday was on rest. And I think we really have to take a hard look at how often Jesus pulled away and rested on his own by himself, um, regardless if that was just sitting in the quiet or if that was praying or if that was worshiping. Um, but he took time away from everybody else. And I think a lot of times, you know, even for me, I've thought, okay, well, sitting down on the couch and binge watching my favorite show is rest because I'm shutting my mind off from my stuff. Mm-hmm but my mind is still moving from everything that I'm watching on the screen. And so um, taking that time and allowing it to just be quiet around us, whether we're going to read the word or we're just going to sit quietly or pray, that to me, we have to follow the example that Jesus laid out for us, which is what rest looks like. Mm. Well, So rest and Sabbath mm-hmm. and the Sabbath are biblical principles? Yes. Why do you... Why do you think it's so hard for us to incorporate that in our lives? And what? why do you think we should work hard to incorporate it in our lives? So the way that the media um, influences us or quote unquote disciples us is it's all about the money chase. It's all about what can we do? How do we achieve that? How can we make it better? How can we establish more things or attain more things? And so what our world looks like is busy, but what um, God wants us to pursue um, is not busy. I mean, yes, he wants us to be out doing the things that he has called us to do, but if we can't stop and be quiet enough to hear what he's saying, then our work is almost pointless because we're not staying in that will, in that sweet spot that he would have us. Why do you think it's so hard for us to be successful at rest? You know, I mean, besides the media and the culture that's around us now, why do you think it's so hard for us to to get this mindset of going, I just need to take a break. I just need to have this time alone. 
Why do you think it's so hard for us as a, as a group of people now, especially as Christian followers, right? Mm -hmm. You know, as Christ followers, you start looking at it and go, we have this huge, huge obstacle, right? Mm Because we go, we want, you know, we go to church, we do this. And then when all of a sudden we get to Saturday and we, you know, we load up Saturdays. And so where do we actually rest at? I think just based on myself um, and people that I've talked to, I think that people stay busy so they don't have to deal with themselves and the struggles that they deal with between their ears. You know, a lot of people have so much going on, whether it's anxiety, depression, um, feelings of inadequacy, fear, fear of rejection. I mean, I think so often we don't want to be quiet because then we're stuck with dealing with our own stuff and having to sit in that and and process through that, I think people just don't want to do it. They're mm. just like, well, if I just stuff it and I stay busy, then I don't have to think about anything. Yeah, I think that we should look at rest from the position of the tithe, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't yeah. think that a lot of times we look at it that way, no. right? Because I think we should look at rest and go, if I give my first and my best right. to God, he will multiply my time yeah. because it allows me to be able to relax mm-hmm. and be, and, and I can be more fruitful because I can look at things from, a biblical perspective rather than just going, I'm going to muscle through and do it on my own. Uh, you know, I, I was, I, as people are listening to this and hopefully some people listen to it <laughs> as we're starting this, I want to remind you that if you don't like the season of your life that you're in, try to keep the perspective that God is still doing something good. Mm, you know, yeah. if you don't like the perspective that, you, you know, if you don't like where you're at right now, just know that God is trying to do something good right now. Yeah. But he's asking you to give your first and your best is what he's asking you to do. Give your first and your best and then also your rest. You know, don't don't forget to give your rest. I think that um, I think some of us are afraid, like you said, of the silence. Or maybe they don't. Or the other thing could be is maybe people don't know how to rest. They don't know what rest mm. looks like. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think sometimes we need to be able to figure out how to disconnect mm-hmm. and uh Maybe what we'll do is over the next couple of days, we'll give you some some pointers of how to rest. We'll send out some stuff and uh, just kind of go, hey, this is how you can rest. This is things that you can do, whether it's a whether it's a hike, whether it's uh, and that doesn't sound like rest, right? You know, going on a hike doesn't sound like rest, but maybe just spending time in nature. You know, maybe we're spending time at the beach. You know, if you're my wife, she would love <laughs> to be at the beach. But there's ways for us to be able to go off and spend some time with God, right. You know, and with, you know, and, and it's just a matter of sometimes you can just do it in your backyard. Uh, sometimes you can do it, uh, in your living room, but you need to have this time of rest and really take the time off, you know, uh, churn off your brain, shut down and allow things to kind of, to, you know, to, to be able to relax from there. Now, maybe a more difficult question, uh, to kind of dive into (laughs) in what areas of your life does it look different than Jesus. You know, when you start thinking about it. So as Jesus lived in what areas of our lives does it look different than Jesus? Like for me personally? Well, for all of us, I guess. Am I sharing like a personal thing? You can, uh, you know, don't go too personal. People are going to hear this. Um, hmm. I mean, I don't know. Like, I feel like most people would be like, I live the complete opposite of Jesus. (laughs) Because I think that people like the idea, kind of like you said earlier, like they like the idea of following him. But I also think that people think it's too much work. Hmm. You know, like, um, I mean, Jesus was interrupted so much. 
Like he was, he would be on a mission and people were just like flocking to him and just wanting to touch him or talk to him or just have a word spoken, you know, or something. And the amazing thing was, is that most of the time he would stop and just do whatever was needed. He allowed interruptions. He allowed interruptions. And I think a lot of the times we don't do that. I mean, Mm. I know like for me, going into a grocery store can be an amazing opportunity to ministry. But a lot of the times I'm just like, I just want to get in and get out. Like, I don't want to talk to nobody. I don't want to see anybody. I just want to take care of what I need to take care of and get out of the store. And and a lot of times my interruptions are at the grocery store. I'll mm. run into somebody that I know or somebody that I haven't seen um, or just, you know, even sometimes saying hi to the cashier can even open up the floodgates. And so um, just being willing to allow yourself to be interrupted. Mm. What about, uh, so Jesus was always on a mission, but he was never hurried, right? He was yeah. always going someplace, but he was never hurried. In our world today, we always seem to be bouncing from thing to thing to thing, mm-hmm. and we're always hurried. Yes. But and and is it distracting us from actually becoming the person we want to be? Doing all of the stuff is it is it making it until we can't become the person that we want to be, or that even God wants us to be? Right? You know, God yeah. goes, "Hey, I want this." I used the the line yesterday is that is me doing the work interrupting the work that God is doing in me. That's good. You know, you know, is it, is it, is me all this work and the business that I'm doing, is it interrupting what God is actually trying to do in my life? Or am I so busy being busy, busy, being busy. (laughs) And I'm not even becoming the person I really want to be. Right. Right. I'm not even, you know, who's, who is it that we really want to be? What is it that we want? And so, I just, you know, I'm just trying to figure out what does that look like? I think, um, and you've talked about this several times, although I don't remember how you specifically put it, but I think we need to to self-assess. You know, we need to take an inventory of the things that we're doing in our life. And we have to be okay with saying no to things. Mm. You know, there's a lot of times when um, ideas sound great or, um, you know, we want to make sure that our kids are taken care of and that they have every opportunity that they can. Or, um, you know, you want to make sure that everybody gets equal time or, you know, oh, I haven't seen my friend in such and such amount of time and she wants to go out to dinner this week. I'm just trying to make sure that, like, I cover all the bases. Um, (laughs) But... um, I think we have to be cautious um, and really thinking about what is actually important. Mm. Like what do you have like a, a one liner that you use a lot, like saying no to the important and yes. So, to, what is it? Come on, help me so out. We need to say what I usually say is yeah. that we need to say no to good things good so things. that we can say, say yes, yes to, to great, great things, things, you yes. know? And so what do we, just because it's good doesn't right. mean that we need to say yes to that. It could be that we need to say yes to great things. God's yeah. trying to do something great in our lives. And nobody ever says, man, God just did a good enough job in my life. You, right. know, you know, I was just good enough. You know, mm-hmm. we want to say that he did something great in my life. And we're, I think that sometimes we're so busy that we prevent him from doing greatness. Right. Right. Well, and I think even if we look at it in the perspective of ministry, we can, we can want to do all of these things, regardless of what capacity um, you are in ministry or even just serving in your local church. We want to, to be able to jump in and dive into all these amazing opportunities, but we have to take a step back and we have to be willing to look at what has God um, gifted me with and what has he actually called me to do and how is that helping to grow his kingdom? Mm. 
um, I think a lot of times um, even that can, not to take us down a rabbit hole, but even that can pull us away from the impact that we're making on the kingdom or even um, distracting us from the impact that we're actually called to make. Hmm. Well, you know, God is trying to use us to do great things to build his kingdom, and we usually use that time to build our kingdoms. That's really what happens is we go, I want to build my kingdom. I want to make it a little better. I want to make it a little nicer. I want my kids to build their kingdom, Mm -hmm. you know, and so rather than doing the work that he's asked us to do for him, we've turned into and done it for us. And so, um, you know, yesterday I used the, we talked out of John 14 and we spoke about the yoke, right? We, we, we spent time a little bit about going, how do we, I'm sorry, I I misquoted here. And so how do we, uh, Matthew 11 and verses 28 to 30, how do we, how do we fight against that yoke so often? Because we forget that the yoke usually is two oxen, right? Not just one. And we're talking two oxen. And so, uh, cause we can do more together than we can apart, but it'll, it seems like most of us are on our own individual journeys pursuing, uh, our own things. Right. And so it ends up even in marriages, we have, you know, mm-hmm. two people in the household and one's pursuing one thing and another person who is, is pursuing something different. How do we actually ever accomplish those goals? And then how do you find rest when you're in a household where you're always finding this busyness? You know, we got to do this. We got to do that. We got to get the laundry done. We got to go and take the kids to the lake. We got to do this. We got to do these things. How do we, you know, how do we make it happen? Mm. You know? Yeah, no, that's a good question. And I, I think that, um, I think that a lot of people, um, just in general struggle with trying to figure out how to get it all done. Um, and obviously, if you're in a in a house and you have a, a spouse, um, it feels like the burden is lighter um, than if you are a single parent and you're trying to make sure that everything is taken care of. But um, honestly, I believe that the answer is just figuring out what is the priorities mm. that you are wanting in your life and how has God called you as your own individual person to live? And then if you have kids, how has God called you to be their parent? Um, and I think so often we are so focused on making sure that they have everything that they need and want. Let's just be honest, ladies and gentlemen, a lot of times we provide extra things for our kids because we want them to have, but also, you know, we have to figure out how is God calling us to, to lead in our house, um, and I don't know about anybody else, but for me, that's been the hardest thing is trying to figure out what that looks like. Mm. You know, I mean, obviously we want to go out and we want to have fun, but how are we as parents leading our kids to the Lord and how are we strengthening that relationship? Well, you know, what we could show them is, hey, we go to church every Sunday or we, you know, we participate in this Bible study. But if you don't actually walk the walk and they just see you doing that, That you know, and so you go and, hey, don't, you know, don't do this, don't do that. And then at home, you're like, well, let's, we're going to do what we want to do regardless. And so I think that that becomes a, you know, you can't just come to church and go, well, that's my Christianity. Right. And, and, you know, I think that you really have to start living the way, right? Mm-hmm. Start walking that way and start looking at the example that Jesus left for us going, this is the steps that I need to be taking. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's making time for people, not busyness. It's right. making, it's, it's taking the time that, it, you know, when the interruptions happen, go, okay, I, I accept that. I accept right. an interruption or right. I accept this or, or, you know, what does it look like and yeah. how does it, uh, and it's all going to start with your personal relationship. It mm-hmm. all stems from that. It's like, you know, when you're on an airplane and they tell you to put your oxygen mask on before you help your neighbor. 
Because if you don't have your oxygen mask on, you could pass out while you're trying to help your neighbor. Like, <laughs> well, that's you what happens, do right? the same thing well, when you are ministering to other people or, you know, even just trying to live out your everyday walk. You have to be receiving. You have to be spending time. Your relationship with God and with um, Christ has to be um, your foundation before you can do anything else. Well, I agree. Well, and we just crossed over our 20 minute mark and I think Ooh. that we're going to keep this below or right at about 20 minutes just okay. because, uh, you know, any more than that, you're going to tune out on us and we don't want that. So, uh, what we'll do is, well, we'll try and do this. And so this is our first episode of M and M on Mondays <laughs> and, uh, and we are looking forward to growing this. And if you have questions, something came up during the message, something, you know, you just like, Hey, I want to, I want clarity on this. Maybe you walk, maybe you're going to go back. You're going to watch it on Facebook or YouTube or whatever. You can please send a message. So I would say the easiest place to send it to is info at edgecommunitychurch.org. It ends up, uh, it'll go to the right people to get you the right answers. Maybe just in the subject line, they can put M and M on Mondays. They, yeah, definitely. And if, uh, and if it's something that you just want us to cover as a topic on a Monday, then Ooh, that would be good. Uh, we'd, we'd love that. We'd love that. Not just about uh, we could talk about the message as well as that. Uh, we're uh, we really just want to be able to connect and and uh, do things on a little different basis, and so uh, that's what we're kind of interested in. Yes. So that's the that's our first episode. And if you again have questions and uh, and and whatever, please reach out. I'm going to pray, and I uh, want us to. Uh, uh, just uh, be specific about it this time. And so our prayer this time is going to be, God, I want to experience peace and rest. Mm-hmm. And the peace and rest that you promised. Mm-hmm. So that show me where my life is not aligned with your will and help me identify the ways I am pushing my own way instead of following your way. And by your power, help me to live differently. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, guys, God bless. And, uh, you know, we've got to use the line, like, subscribe, share, and yes. uh, help us grow this and help us reach others. And uh, and we love you, and we cannot wait to do life with you. And you. We are on the edge together.